This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. And I see the red thing. It's recording. Okay. We're recording. We're good. We're ready to rumble. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Life in Progress. I'm Carly. And I'm Alana. And I've had a terrible morning. (laughs) (laughs) I... We were supposed to record at 9 today, and I texted Alana at, like, 8.30, being like, please get back to the house because I need to leave my house immediately. We've had workers at my house for the past, like, two weeks, which has honestly been really annoying and inconvenient. It's like the worst time. I, I'm, yeah, we were all mad at my mom. Because why you could have done this project of your bathroom literally any time of the year, and you decide to do it right before the holidays where every single person plus a baby is going to be at your house. It has been the most chaotic week ever. Anyway, workers have not left. They were also supposed to be done like two weeks ago. So let's just start with that. Um, This morning, sorry for some TMI, but I announced to my family in the living room and I was like, oh, I have to poop. And like that's big deal for Carly. Big deal for me because I just never go. I have a lot of stomach issues. So it's like a yay. And my mom's like, oh, go use my new toilet. It's a heated seat. <laughs> like, it just got installed. Like, you'll love it. Go enjoy. Oh. No one was here God. at this point. Like, no workers were here. So I'm like, okay. Scurried on in there and just taking my time, chilling. And like, I was just kind of scrolling on TikTok. Like, I was like, after yeah. the guy, I've kind of like been done. I was just like sitting there. And all of a sudden, like, I hear footsteps. But I don't care. Like, if it was my family, like, I wouldn't really care. Which maybe is weird in itself, but whatever. That is weird. Yeah, no, I just, like, don't care. But okay. Yeah, we, yeah, no, I don't care. So if it was my family, I wouldn't care. But I heard footsteps, and I just, like, didn't even process, because I could have had time to quickly get up, you know? Right. Like, I could have easily got up once I heard the footsteps, but I didn't. All of a sudden, a worker literally pops around the corner, and he's like, oh, 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 I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I actually, the I don't even know what to say. Like, and I couldn't, even, I can't even post it on TikTok because he follows me on TikTok. He follows you. Yeah, this worker has like been with us for for some time. So, so also, it's not like it's not a random person. Like, you're gonna see them again. And yeah, you both know what happened. Yeah, like it's not a random worker where like once this project is done, I'll never see him. It's like a he's at my house a lot. Okay, but question. So Who do you think this is worse for, you or him? Him. It's definitely worse for him because, like, ugh, whatever, I don't really care. But, like, he's probably like, oh, my God, like, I can't come yeah. back to this house. Like, yeah. It's, like, so awkward. <laughs> well, anyway. He's I'm- panic texting his friends, like, oh, my God, I just walked in on this girl pooping. Literally. So that was my morning. It was really uncomfortable, and I never want to go back to my house again, and I don't know what to do about it. I'm sorry. Because he's going to be there. Stay here and record forever. Like, oh my God, that was terrible. 
It's just a, such an embarrassing thing. And I text my family group chat and I said, my dad and brother and Jason are out playing golf. And I said, if anyone's wondering, Felix just walked in on me pooping. And my dad goes, that's okay. Mom believes that you don't need locks on the bathroom doors anyway, even when there is a door. Because apparently she didn't put locks. She accidentally forgot to put locks on the doors. <laughs> that is so I'm funny. like, oh, it's okay. Like, okay. Cool. It's not okay. So I'm there's sorry. that. No okay. one seemed to care. So you're in progress is working through that. and Working through that trauma that I'm, occurred this morning. I believe in you. Thanks. But I'm really sorry. That is very traumatic. Yeah. It was really uncomfortable. But and it's fine. I don't know when I'll be over it, but <laughs> I will be one day. Um, what's in progress for you? I have no idea. Um, why don't you tell me what's in progress for me? What's in wh- wh- Why don't I tell you? Yeah, you know everything that goes on What's in on progress for, for you? Yeah. You know, you know everything. Well, can you make your dog be a little quieter? Yeah, Berkeley, <laughs> if you're going to be up here, you got to You got to just there lay. Goes. There, he's lying. Good job. <laughs> lay. It's you. Bless Good you. Boy. Um, what's in progress for you? What's in progress for Alana today? Oh, turning the heat down. It's so hot. I'm so cold. I'm literally sweating. I'm literally freezing. Okay. Um, let me think of a different in progress for you. <laughs> um, what's in progress for you? Are you going to try to run today? I think I need to take a day off. Yeah, I kind of think you do too. My legs feel like sticks. Yeah. Like I'm so sore. And we played tennis last night and it was fun. Wait, that looked really fun. Yeah. Oh, I would have come. That yeah, looks so that was fun. fun. That looks so fun. Um, what's in progress for you? Okay, just taking a day off. Taking a day off. We love that. Yeah. Taking a day off. We need it. You're not going to run. You're not going to work. I, this, I'm working. Well, right now you're working. Yeah. After this, you'll chill. Maybe. Just like enjoy. Well, what else do you have to do today? I have an Adobe video I need to film. Mm, you're gonna do it today? I don't know. I keep saying I'm gonna do it and I should probably do it. I understand. And get it done. Yeah. Busy week. Mm. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you could do that today, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. a walk. Maybe a walk. A walk could it's be not nice. That, it's not that nice out, though, I have to say. No. It's also not that hot out. No. No, you know it is. Sorry. Sorry. It is. It's fully <laughs> hot Carly out. Carly walked in. Sweat. She's like, I'm sweating. I'm like, I was just outside for a half hour, and I was in a sweatshirt and leggings, and I was cold. Maybe because I sprinted over here because it I was so embarrassed, and yeah. now I'm dripping sweat sitting here. So, <laughs> um, okay. I'm excited for today's episode because I feel like we have not done an episode on this, and- we did a question box. It's funny because the other day, Alana and I were actually planning out what we want to talk about for the rest of our time together. And we were both like, we haven't really talked about our post-grad experience like, mm-hmm. or our college experience. Alana was like, did you like date in college? Like, what's your situation? And she doesn't even know. I had a very serious boyfriend in college. Like, I had no idea. That was my first heartbreak. That was my like first deep, deep heartbreak. Never thought I'd get over. Can't believe I did two of those in my life. <laughs> um... But yeah, we just like don't know that about each other. And I guess people don't know that about us. And then we put a question box on Life in Progress asking you guys, what do you want to hear about? And most of it was like post-grad. Post-grad. And you guys were reading our minds. Literally, that was so weird. Yeah. Like I texted her and I was like, whoa, do you see these responses? And I was like, wait, did Carly go on her fake Instagrams and write these in? But no. I looked and they were like real people. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> I would sometimes, but I just didn't do that. Yeah, it wasn't you. Um, so I think we'll we'll start, let's see. We'll start with, because I know we want to do a little bit in college too, but do we want to make this po- like all post-college and do a different episode on like in college? We can touch on in college. We right can now. touch on in college, but yeah. focus on post-grad. Yeah. And then if you guys want more of the yeah. in college stuff, happy to talk about that. 
Yeah. Um, hey, you want to kick us off? Okay. Well, first of all, what? So we're the same age. We went. We started college in 2016. We got. Well, we started college in 2012. <laughs> we graduated in 2016. Yeah. I went to Syracuse, and I went to University of Florida. Did you always plan to go there? Did you always plan to be in Florida? Like, how did that? Oh my god, happen? I never thought I was getting in. So, if you guys don't follow me, which again you should, you if you don't know, my dad is a diehard Florida Gators fan to the point of us having a Gators in both of our pools. Um, and so, my entire life, he raised my brother as like this biggest Gators fan. Like, would take him to all the games to Florida, whatever. My brother was also a diehard Gator fan growing up, and he didn't get in. And it was, like, the most Yikes. devastating. He's older than me. It was the most, like, devastating experience. And thank God he didn't get in because he met his wife at University of Central Florida. But when I was applying, there was no shot. Like, he was smarter than me. He did so much better on this test. There was no shot. And I took all the ACTs, did absolutely terrible, like, literally terrible. And I got into University of Central Florida, I was like, okay, great. I'm going there. My brother goes there. We put a deposit down. I had a roommate. All of a sudden, UF came out and I got in and it came out months later. And my dad, we dropped everything we were doing. He booked us flights and we went to go see the school wow. a day later. You hadn't seen it before? No, I didn't think I was getting in. But even just with I, him. When I was younger, younger I went yeah, to games, yeah, yeah. but I didn't like tour the school. Yeah, yeah. And then that was like, a, we lost our deposit for yep. UCF. So that's crazy. We both switched the school we were going to. Really? Yeah. I had a housing deposit sent to Wisconsin. Oh, yes. Full, yeah, yeah. I was fully that. going to Wisconsin. Yeah. I had a roommate. Yep. Same. Sorry, same. Jordan Silverstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny. It's so weird. Yeah. I definitely did not always plan to go to Syracuse. I got to a point where I applied to 14 schools and I got into a majority of them. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to let my dog pick a shirt out of a bag like and decide where I, I should go. I have no idea. I don't know. I can't picture myself like not being home in this little bubble. Like, yeah. It was scary for me. But I ended up I, – I knew I wanted to go to like a communications program. I didn't really know like why. I just thought like communications. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. I don't know. It's like media, journalism. Yeah. Um, and I – yeah, I was planning on going to Wisconsin and I ended up getting into Newhouse at Syracuse, which is their – communication school and one of the best in the country. And I was like, well, I will be going there now. Yep. So that is how that happened. And I'm really grateful because it ended up shaping like my entire life and career path and all the post-grad stuff. Like everything I learned in college, I actually use now and apply to everything I'm doing, including this podcast. That's crazy. I know. Rare. Yeah. Very, (laughs) very, very rare. So rare. I think I was a psycho, (laughs) this is full circle, but I was a psychology major for the first year and did it just I was so ingrained in like sorority and making friends and I just was not doing well in school so I'm like this could not be my major right now yeah so I switched to communications and I went on a broadcasting track so here I am yeah. broadcasting go us I love that <laughs> like for what? Us. that is so funny it's crazy I would have never thought after graduating you know for a year I tried to get into all the broadcasting like all the big you know tv Spots, NBC, ABC, yeah. Viacom, whatever. And I just never thought 10 years later, is it 10, like whatever it yeah. is, I'd be back here with a mic. Mike. Yeah. Like it's crazy. I look at my old real, like quote unquote reels yeah. from college and I'm like broadcasting on this, like at the stadium and you know, whatever. And I just, 
I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to actually use that or like, do that. Hello, Gators. We are here this Thursday afternoon for yeah, a no, beautiful game. It. If you, I have a the TikTok of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are here at the Florida Gator Stadium where the blah, blah, blah. Like, yep. it was crazy. And I just can't believe I'm sitting back here with a mic years later. That is so funny. I know one of the questions in the um, Q&A box on our story was, did we ever, like, think that we would be influencers? <laughs> and I think it's so safe to say that when we were both graduating college and applying to jobs and picturing our careers, we would have cackled and been like, you're out of your freaking mind if someone had said that to us. No, you're biting your tongue. You're going to say. I'm going to say, actually, no. I've like, I feel like I, I manifested this somehow without knowing. Like when I graduated college, I moved to New York City and I got a stupid job that paid me 30000 a year and at, in media mm-hmm. and I hated it. It was like media buying and I was in an office every day. But I would sign up for these to be an extra. So I was an extra in New York City True. on so many different shows. Like I was in Quantico. I was in Homeland. I was in so many different shows and I loved it. And then I was like, wait, like, I want to just still be on TV. Like, I don't want to be sitting at a desk in Excel. So then I took acting classes and I took, like, random broadcasting classes. And I was like, I still want to be on TV. I applied for The Bachelor. Like, I was that girl. Like, I was wanted – I still do. I want to be on a reality show. Right. Like, I'm still going to manifest me being on the reality show. But, like, yeah, I've always wanted to do that. And then – when I was on Ellen DeGeneres, after they like I got flown to LA, I was like, I'm moving to LA. Like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna be True. a star. I'm not a star, but <laughs> some people You're care. a star to me. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's funny. post grad is was definitely interesting and very very not what I expected. What was your life like post-grad in New York outside of your job? Not good. I actually had a really, really, really miserable first year in New York City. And I don't talk about it a lot because I I feel like I almost blocked it out. Yeah. But all of my friends from college had other friends in the city, whereas like camp I, friends, home camp friends, friends, home friends, abroad or not, yeah, yeah abroad yeah. friends, like whatever friends, they all had these other groups and I didn't. And so I moved to the city only knowing my like core college group because I'm from Philly. Like I didn't grow up and I didn't really have camp friends anymore right. and I didn't, whatever, I didn't have all that. I wasn't like the basic, you know, and I felt miserable. And if they had plans, I'd remember every Sunday I had nothing to do or like Saturday I literally sit in my room all day and just like watch TV and then anytime I would try to go home like I was just miserable the dating wasn't going well I wasn't like finding anyone I liked and yeah I just I didn't have a good first year and I hated my job so I think that's why randomly I was just like I want to move to LA and I didn't know a single person. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have family there. I didn't have a job. I'm so lucky that my parents supported me, but they gave me like a timeline, like a deadline. They were like, if you don't get a job within the month, like yeah, you're coming home. Um, so yeah, I picked up, moved my entire life to LA and didn't really look back for a long time. 
I think it's great that you are able to talk about that because I think there's this big expectation and pressure is like, okay, you have the quote unquote best four years of your life. And then people start telling you, no, like the next four years are the best four years of your life. And (laughs) you get this independence and a paycheck and you get to live in the big city. And it's like so glamorous. So was not. From the outside. But when you were actually in it, there's so many challenges and expectations versus reality. It's an entirely different world for so many people, but they don't want to admit that they're struggling. No one wants to say they're not happy because it's like, well, we worked so hard for this. Yeah. But what is this? It's not what we want. It's not what we feel good about. So I think it's amazing that you recognize that you weren't happy and that there could be something else for you. And you did something about it. Like you moved across the country and that's really hard to do. Yeah. And I feel like we should normalize it more of going somewhere alone. Yeah. Because a lot of questions I've gotten more recently is, you know, oh, I'm thinking about moving here, but I don't know anybody. You're going to meet people. Mm -hmm. You got to put the effort and you're going to be forced to put the effort out there. Like when I moved to LA, I genuinely, I'm not kidding. I say I knew nobody, but I asked everyone I knew, hey, can you connect me with someone, you know, that's living in LA? Like, especially if you're moving to a big city, Miami, whatever, wherever it is, there are always people to connect you with other people. Yeah. Even like Bumble for friends. Like I get yeah. it. It's probably not something you're like dying to do, but it's a way to meet people. Yeah. There are always ways to meet people. So I feel like if you're having this itch, especially in your early 20s, to just move and try something new, now's the time to do it. I regret not doing it. Do you? And I always thought, I kept saying like, it would be so good for me to just move to another city for one year, yeah. get a year. Mm-hmm. And if I'm happy, I'll stay for longer. If I'm not happy, I can come back. But to go out of your comfort zone, to be forced to meet new people and try new things and go new places, I think it's the best thing that anybody could ever yeah. do for themselves. And I do, I don't regret it because I'm so happy with the way my life is right now and I wouldn't change a thing. But I do wish I had that experience. Yeah. And at this point, I don't see myself doing it anymore. See, that's what's hard. It's you really, I mean, listen, you can move whenever you want. Yes. You really can. In your situation, it's like you have a dog, you have a fiance, you're going to be starting a family. Like maybe right now is <laughs> not your time to move. But if you don't have anything that's tying you down anywhere yeah. and you're feeling the itch, just just do it. Go somewhere, move, like Try it out. I thought I was only going to be in LA for a year. I ended up staying there for five years. Had an in- I had a whole life there. It's so crazy to me that you lived in LA for five years. I know. It's wild. I had a whole life. I had friends. I had so many dating experiences. I had a long-term boyfriend who I lived with. like, And now I have a different one. Like, yeah. It's just, it's so weird. Well, now you have a fiance. That Oh my God. Where's your ring? Oh my God. I didn't put it on this morning. Carly. I was so traumatized by my experience <laughs> that I just didn't even think about putting it on. Wow. No ring today. I, I guess I have nobody today. Yeah, you got nobody. Um, so yeah, moving is scary. And I think a lot of people Dude. want to do it and are were like you yeah. and say, you know, you know, I kind of wish that I did it. Well, I say if you're in your 20s or if you're in your 30s and you have no nothing to do, whatever, move. Yeah. Try it out. Try yeah. it for a year. Try it for a year. I'll give myself a year. If I hate it, you can always move back. That's the thing. Nothing is permanent, which I think is so cool. Like, even when I moved to Brickell in Miami, I didn't like it. And I was there for a year and I was like, okay, I'm and done. Moved. I tried it. Yeah. Didn't like it. You tried Not it. for me. And you know what? I think if you don't try it, you're always going to wonder what if. 100%. 100%. I don't know what my life 
would have been like if I stayed in New York. I was miserable. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, the point of that is just move. Try it out. Yeah. And I think one thing that comes with that, you know, people, when you, when you have a job, you're afraid of like, well, if I leave this job without finding another one or, you know, like I, I don't want to leave and screw them over. Like you have to remember you're just an, you're an employee at the end yeah. of the day. And so many people hold themselves back from going after what they want, whether it's a different job, a different career, moving to a different place because they're afraid to leave their job or they feel like they're going to, you know, insult their boss or yeah. have bad blood. Like you are an employee at the end of the day and you are disposable. Yeah. And, and you will find a new job. You'll find a new job. You'll find a new job. Like this is, this is the time to do it. Yeah. You know, don't stay somewhere whether it's your job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's whatever in your 20s that you're just not fulfilled with and not happy with because yeah. there's always something else. There's a million opportunities. There's a million people to make friends with and there's a million places to live. Yeah. Yeah. Go somewhere. Find someone who really fills your cup. Question for you because you went from New York to LA to Florida. Mm -hmm. How did your friendships change post-grad? Even going from Florida to New York to LA to yeah. Florida. Because I think friendships post-grad is a huge thing that we don't see those changes coming, mm. but they're impossible to avoid. And, you know, when we're in college, we have our bubbles of friends and everything is so stable for the most part. But then when we go out into the world, everything changes. Yeah, I think the biggest mistake I made, and if I could go back, you know, I wish I would redo this, is I was so reliant on my five college friends that moved to the city that again because I was relying on them and because I didn't really make an effort to meet new people and get out of that bubble that I was in I found myself alone all the time and I think it was just such a reality check for me that if you don't put yourself out there mm -hmm. you're not going to make friends and you're not going to have people and so I think a lot of people going into post-grad should remember that this is the time to really just meet as many people as yeah. you can put yourself out there i remember meeting random people and being invited to things and i didn't go and i i didn't want to make the effort i almost chose like on a saturday night you know no i don't want to put myself in an uncomfortable situation i'm gonna go sit in my room because mm. i was like i also like didn't want my other friends to be mad at me which is so crazy to so think they were about. out doing something they were all out busy they all didn't invite me places which is fine at the time whatever um but I was like oh like I don't want them to think I'm like having other friends I have a yeah no I was so weird so I just I would say friendships change and I know we talk about this a lot and we preach this a lot but accept the change be okay with it I took a little hiatus from my college friends after I moved to LA we all just stopped talking. No one made the effort. We just literally stopped talking. Maybe we'd check in like a couple times a year. Mm -hmm. And that was about it. There was no fight. There was no bad falling out. It was just like, I moved to LA. I'm going to take this time for me, meet new people, not worry about my past. And then years later, when people started getting engaged, I started reconnecting. And I think yeah. that's really cool and really special. Um, but you don't have to rely on the people that you went to college with to be your friends post-grad. And I know it's different for you because I feel like you had such a big group, 
post-grad that you, you know, hung out with a lot, right? Yes and no. I, like, I'm still in a group chat from college. There's, like, like 11 or 12 of us, but I really only hang out one-on-one with, like, three or four of mm-hmm. them. You know, was that different eight years ago? No, it was pretty much the same, but I had different groups of friends in college. I also had camp friends. I had friends from different, like so many different things. So you had everything I wanted. Yes, <laughs> I did. Um, but I still wasn't necessarily like my best self, you know, yeah. like there were still downfalls and there were still times where I felt left out or where I would go somewhere with people and not feel like I was a priority yeah. to them, you know? So I think it it is a, I love what you said about just like meeting as many people as you can, because when you graduate college, the world literally becomes your oyster and you never know like who your next friend that you never know where you're going to meet your next best friend. I was really superficial, I think. Mm -hmm. And I was really just like, I wanted so badly to like be in with the cool people Mm -hmm. in that bubble post-grad. And I think I tried so hard, you know, to get, because my my college friends were with, were friends with like the cool girls and like, the girls that like the guys love. So I tried so hard to get within that group that Mm -hmm. there were so many people that I could have connected with that tried to connect with me that I didn't connect with. And now I look back and I I see them and, you know, I'm like, wow, that's someone I really would have bonded with or I really would have had a relationship with. Like if we're being totally honest, if I had met you during that time that I lived in New York, Mm -hmm. I actually don't think we would have connected the way that we did right now because my outlook on meeting people that I didn't know of and like weren't in the scene yeah was really jaded yeah well I want to talk about that like the scene and your perception of like the cool girls and Mm -hmm. stuff because I, I I really think like yeah you'll always think the girls who were cool in your circle like they'll or in your social world yeah they'll always be perceived as like the cool people but when you're in New York City let's say you go to a bar None of the guys there, none of the other girls there know like, oh, that yeah. those girls walking in, they're the cool girls. No, like, they have no idea. Nobody knows. Nobody gives a flying crap. Yeah. You know? And so it's it doesn't matter. Like there's no social status. Like it's it it's not a thing unless you make it a thing. Yeah, I know. And I totally made it a thing. Yeah. Like every Halloween, everything like I would get so much anxiety when holidays and like events like that mm-hmm. were happening because I was like, am I what 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 group are my five friends going to be going with? And am I going to be invited to those? Like there were so many times. What's that thing? SantaCon? Yeah, SantaCon. SantaCon. Like I remember just like not being invited one year to like go out with one of my friends and their friends. And mm-hmm. I just like sat home and I remember just seeing social on social oh. media. And I'm just like, this is so shitty. Like, so I think any advice I would have is stop relying on just the people that you went to college with and this is really really the time make new friends meet new people go out of your way and again if you want to move to a new city Mm -hmm. don't be held back by whatever's happening in your life right now yeah and there are so many different ways to meet new people like I became such good friends with my coworkers, and you know I would go out with them or their friends even Mm -hmm. and meet new people that way you can meet people at workout classes you could join like an improv group or any type of thing. And I think it's really just about being like that, open-minded open yeah. to it. Yeah. And 
you also don't need a whole group of friends to go <laughs> out with. Like my favorite nights were when one friend and I would just go out together and we would like frolic around and be so silly. Like yeah. those are the nights that I remember and treasure the most. Yeah. Ugh, I just got like sad for a second mm. because I was just like, I, I thought back to it. I loved my life in LA and I, we can talk about that. And I'm so happy I got to do that. But when I think about New York, I just wish that I I was open-minded and I did make the effort and time. Mm. Maybe I was stuck up back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, the truth comes out. No, like I just, I wish that I didn't care so much back then and that I could have just frolicked around New York City with someone that I had just met or someone mm. that, you know, wasn't in the scene. Yeah. Um, so funny to think about because now I love New York and now I have so many friends in New York, but I had such- Want to move back? No. But I had such a bad perception of it. Is perception the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Such a bad taste in my mouth for New York because of how much I hated it there. That one year. One year. One year. But yeah, it's just really getting out of that bubble, getting out of that scene, finding people that you can connect with because you're different than you were in college. Yeah. And when you meet new people, you don't have to uphold this like facade of yourself you don't have to try and be the same person you've always been you can be exactly who you are in that moment you could be whoever you want to be yeah yeah it's crazy it really really is and I think that's why I moved because I felt like people knew me Mm -hmm. in New York and I felt like my friends in New York because they had all these other friends in other places like they knew me through them already and I wanted to just go somewhere where no one knew me and that was LA and yeah. I got to be whoever I wanted to be. And, and I loved the person that I became mm-hmm. from that experience. And yeah, but I, I'd say if you're not looking to move and you do feel that way, like really try to branch out. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what, advice. what was dating like for you post-grad? Dating. So apps were a thing. Yeah. I remember post-grad, I remember trying so hard to get on the Ivy League. What was that? The The league. league. (laughs) The the Ivy League. I remember trying to get on the league and I got on and I'm like, oh my God, I'm in. Like, I need so many people. Um, Never went on one date from the league. I don't think I did either, actually. Never. Never. Um, Dating was interesting. I definitely went on a lot of dates. I feel like I was so not confident when I lived in that era of my Mm -hmm. life that I didn't feel like people liked me. I didn't feel like I liked people. I had no idea what I was looking for. I wanted to find somebody because I felt so alone. Um, But I thought dating was really hard in the city. (laughs) I hear it still is. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely has not gotten easier. Yeah. What was it like for you? I definitely like really wanted to find somebody Mm. like so desperately, so badly. I really wanted to find somebody. I didn't have a boyfriend in college. That's something I really wanted. And I had opportunities to, but it just never happened. And so when I graduated, I was like, okay, like now, like I'm, this is, this is my time. Like, yeah. And I went on so many dates. I ended up in so many situationships and I, I really, I, I don't think I was like a fully formed individual enough where I could have like been in a successful relationship. No one really is at that no. age. <laughs> it, it's mind blowing to me that people who, when I see couples who are getting engaged or married or are still together and I hear that they met in their early twenties, like that is shocking to me mm-hmm. because I have changed so much since then. And I applaud those people. The odds that me and somebody would have met and would have 
grown and changed both individually and together in a way where it would still work now. Like that just seems so rare. I feel like I've lived 10 different lives since I graduated college. Same. <laughs> like actually 10 different lives. Yeah. Yeah. Dating was definitely interesting. I felt like I wanted to meet one of the older guys that was in the scene. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I'd crossed paths with Jason like a million times in, in that life. Um, but dating was hard for me. And it was yeah. definitely like you would get, I'd get really down on myself. Yeah. And yeah, just, yeah, it was the confidence thing though. Like I just wasn't, I wasn't confident. I didn't know who I was, like you said. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what energy I was giving off on the dates. Like, was I just oozing desperation? Yeah, probably. Like probably, <laughs> yeah. You probably were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I also feel like, I think the same thing with friendships. Like I almost like wouldn't, give anyone the time of day that I didn't feel like was in the scene. Oh, see, I gave everyone the time of day. (laughs) So that was our, yeah, that was our difference. My hands are sweating. I'm still so hot. I'm still so cold. (laughs) Okay, it's fine. Um, (laughs) Okay, what else post-grad can we chat about? (laughs) Okay. I think another thing to point out with friendships, and this is something I've talked about a lot over the years that I think is a very universal experience. You know, we meet friends in college and we have a social life with them. We have this, like, we're we're all in the same exact place at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say they're friends out of convenience or friends out of, you know, whatever. We're like just going out friends, but you graduate and you get to meet so many other people and you do realize that, some friends are just meant for going out. Totally. And not for growing together and having deep conversations. You learn that some friends you don't even care to hang out with anymore or go out with. You learn that some friends are just for getting lunch once a quarter, you know? And that can be a really hard shift to go through when in the past your friendship was seeing each other every day. Maybe you lived in the same house together. Maybe you had all the same classes together. It's really hard to say, oh, well, our friendship is changing. I think another thing that's hard is as you go through your 20s, people, we all start on the same timeline, but we don't all continue on that same timeline. Yep. Some people get into relationships sooner than others and their priorities start to shift. Some people get married, have babies when other people are still single. Some are focused on their career while others are focused on going out. Yep. There's- every every timeline it's funny you say that. Yeah, when you are in college, your timelines are the same. Mm-hmm. And when you graduate, you all are starting yeah. the same, basically. Your priorities are the same, too, in college. Yeah. And they change. Yeah. And then you get out into the real world, and some people have different priorities. And I think I think a lot of people get really down on themselves when things change, mm-hmm. because change is really scary. And... I think instead of getting so down on yourself when things do change and questioning, like, why is this happening to me or why is this happening to them or why is our friendship changing? Why don't you stop and think like, oh, like this is just life Mm -hmm. and we're all going through life a little differently and everything ebbs and flows and life is literally like a wave. Like sometimes people are up here and sometimes people are down here and it's just accepting that which yeah. I think is really hard to do, but yeah. important. And it's also okay to take time away and take space. You know, two of my best friends from college, you know, we lived together out of college. And after living together for two years, 
we needed a break from each other and we like didn't really talk for a year or two. And guess what? Like I, I was at their weddings this past year. I officiated one of their weddings. They're both going to be at my wedding. Like there's two of my best friends to this day, but we fully went through like a year or two without talking just because we needed space and we needed a break yeah. and we were in different places and had different priorities at that time. And that's okay. It's, it's almost like what's meant for you won't miss you. Or if, if yeah. you're meant to be with somebody, you will like your friendships will find their way back to each other. If, if they're meant to. Yeah. Again, I went, I think five years without yeah. really talking to any of my best college friends who I lived with for all four years yeah. after New York. When I moved to LA, like we really just kind of stopped talking. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll be at my wedding yeah. and we got reconnected, which is great. So Sometimes there doesn't have to be a reason why things grow apart and drift. And mm -hmm. sometimes you'll reconnect down the line and it'll be exciting when you do. But then during that time, like focus on what do you need in that moment? Yeah. You know? Who do you need in that moment? Who do you need in that moment? Yeah. yeah. Um, Should we do some would you rathers? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Okay. I think we're definitely going to do a part a part two. To yeah, let us know. Send in some specific questions. We love the specificity. Yeah, I, a lot of people <laughs> specificity. A lot of people sent in just like kind of talk about post grad, post -grad. but like tell us what you want us to yeah. talk about. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you're going through. Help you through some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you rather fulfill your biggest wish or resolve your biggest regret? Fulfill my biggest wish. Me too. Yeah. Because I feel like any regret that I had shaped me into whoever I am today. And yeah. I don't think anything. Do you have any like big regrets? I'm trying to think. And I, I don't think I have anything that I would really so desperately want to undo or change. Because again, like I'm, I'm happy and at peace with where I'm at now. And yeah, I'm sure there are situations where I could have been better approach them in a better yeah. way throughout my life but I think I'd rather fulfill my biggest wish which I also would have to think about what that is yeah. I think if I had to pick a regret that I had and I wouldn't even say it's a regret because like you said I think it really changed me but mm. I hate thinking about that period of my life where I was just letting everyone walk all over me yeah. and so just like miserable and distraught like I wish I could tell my younger self like you're gonna have good friends you're going to be fine like you're gonna get engaged I just mm -hmm. I wish I could like shake my under yeah. younger self and be like I know it's really hard because I can like feel that girl you know yeah. like, I know it's really hard but you'll be fine I guess it's not a regret because I guess you have to go through that to, to, go through it. to get here but yeah yeah I don't know what my biggest wish would be either we'll report back on those we'll report back <laughs> Would you rather live in a world without music or live in a world without colors? Music. I love colors. I don't want to live in black and white. I think colors are so cool. Music's great too, but... I think I'd be okay with black and white if I didn't know that colors existed. I'd be okay with music if I didn't know if music I love existed. music so much. Yeah. Music's such a part of my life. It's not really a big part of my life. Barkley stays in mostly black and white, so yeah. he's okay. I'd still choose colors. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Barkley, would you rather always smell like garlic or always smell like a wet dog? Oh. <laughs> Both are really bad. Rough. I think garlic. 
I don't know what it depends. Wet dogs can be real bad. Wet dogs can be bad, but they're not. It's not stinky. It's just wet dog. I think I would be a wet dog. Really? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever like fully smelled what someone like garlicky would smell like. I, I don't know what. It would be so strong. Yeah, it'd be really strong. I'd have to smell them both, then decide. So I'll let you know. I'm taking Team Wet Dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Wow, that just unlocked a core memory. My high school boyfriend did tell me that I smelled like a wet dog. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, I think so too. You should tell your therapist about that. <laughs> Maybe you should work through that. <laughs> Would you rather live in a mountain cabin with no human contact or in a big city studio apartment with three roommates? <laughs> no human contact ever? You live in the mountains in a cabin. No, I'd, I'd, get, I'd go crazy. I'll live in the apartment. Yeah. It, it's so underrated that in college we, like, shared a room. Yeah. Like, we shared rooms. We shared a tiny room, like, the size of this bed. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And it was normal. So yeah. Like, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's it. All right. That was a good episode. Again, ask us questions, but be really specific so we can actually answer them because we can talk about post-grad for a while. And send Carly some well wishes for her next bathroom journey. I feel like she's not going to want to go for a long time. I'm also not going to want to go home. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go home until they leave. And I know they won't leave because they're going to be there all day. So that's an issue for me. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you know where to find us. Tell at, them where in case they forget. In case you forget at It's Life in Progress on TikTok and Instagram, carlinealana at gmail.com for all your questions. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple, please. And see you next week. Bye. Bye. Send this episode to your group chat. Oh, that too. Bye. Bye.